0: This is Becoming, becoming braver, braver Men. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a to the stars and climb on every run. May you stay forever.
1: Coming, Braverman. This is not my notebook. Um, This is episode 4 and episode 4 of Parent... Oh, sorry. This is not episode 4. This episode is episode five. 5. And we just watched, well, a long time ago, we just watched uh, The Situation. Not from Jersey Shore. But Yo, actually. Mike, The Situation. <laughs> the Situation. Max's situation that's what the title derives from now Erin's going to
0: recap episode 5 we've changed it from 1 minute to 30 seconds we
1: have heightened the stakes she has 30
0: seconds to give a recap of episode 5 beginning now
1: Okay. Oh, now. Okay, shit. Uh, Amber stole Sarah's uh, English paper. Drew likes baseball, and now Max likes baseball. Sydney does not want to be the princess, but her mom wants her to be the princess. Uh, uh, Crosby tells Jasmine that he wants a paternity test, and she freaks out. Crosby tells Ten Katie seconds. that he has a son, and she freaks out. Uh, Zeke and Camille are, like, oddly absent from this, there's no Zeke in this episode at all, and that is an important thing to mention. The absence of something is not an important thing to mention. The absence of something.
0: Well, Camille's in the episode. Zeke's not at all. The
1: only thing Camille does is force Hattie to invite her boyfriend to family dinner. But then, like, yeah.
0: Do you think uh, Zeke is having an affair right now?
1: I think that Craig T. Nelson is expensive, even in that first season. He's a very well-known, established actor, and maybe they just have to be wise with their budget.
0: I think he's cheating on Camille right now. Cammy. Cammy.
1: Cammy. Oh, yeah, Camille. So, yeah, Steve, Hattie's new boyfriend, just starts calling her Camille at the dinner table after she's invited him to dinner. And there's a lot of funny jokes made about that, about how uh, uh, Christina was like, I had to wait, like, two years to be able to call her that. And Joel said, I still can't call her that. But
0: yeah, it's very ballsy by Steve to do this in front of all the Bravermans. Do you
1: think it's ballsy or do you think he's just ignorant? I not, think he's ignorant. He doesn't know yeah, not in the mean way. He just doesn't know. He doesn't better.
0: know any of the people. He doesn't know the family. He just he knows He doesn't Hattie. know the
1: dynamics. He doesn't know that, oh, it's a big deal to call Camille, Camille. Honestly, I didn't know it was a big deal to call Camille, Camille either until he was you, you're just supposed
0: to call her Mrs. Braverman?
1: I think, yeah, maybe that was the whole thing. Is Especially since she's she's not Hattie's so mom, she had his grandma. So it's like even more of uh, not sobriety, what's the word I'm looking for? Age, Senior, seniority, seniority. yes, yeah, sobriety, seniority. Somebody's there. got liquor on her mind, <laughs> um, and that's the only place it is just on my mind. Yeah, so for um, Zeke,
0: I just wrote Camille was clapping for Max, so that was what you were talking about, right? Where Camille made a cameo.
1: That was the only time we saw her, was at Max's baseball. Uh, and at game. dinner though, she was at dinner. Well, then she was at dinner. Yeah, because it was the dinner that she So Camille was to
0: clapping for Max when Max did not catch the ball because another teammate of his jumped in the way and caught the right. baseball.
1: And that's the problem with society today is we clap for kids even when they don't do anything. Yeah, she
0: was clapping very hard like, "Oh." Well, it was be- there was
1: a whole the whole like the whole thing was like that, you know, Max was invited back on this baseball team after they found out that he had Asperger's and they invited him back basically to make themselves feel better. And the kid was even like, all you have to do is stand there. That's what the coach said, Max. So they don't expect him to actually be a participant in the game and he doesn't know any better to like call it. Like they were saying, call it, Max, call it, but he never calls it. And so I think Millie, cause that's what we call her. It's just Millie. <laughs> um, although you did call her Camille when you proposed to me, you were like, I want to be the Zeke to your Camille.
0: Uh oh, let the cat out of the bag. People know. That's
1: not a secret. We're getting married for two true. weeks. Um, oh my so, god. So, oh my god. Anyway, uh, I totally lost track of what I was saying. Oh, I think she's just being kind of a typical grandma, like just cheering her grandson on, even though he didn't actually do the thing that we were going to cheer him on about. But anyway. Uh, yeah
0: I'm all for cheering for the kids a little bit but she was she encouragement was, yeah, she was good. going above and beyond like, like he really caught the ball like but it was him and she was acting like he did and but at the end of the episode what kind of, he
1: does catch the ball so maybe yeah. she just knew she was just no like, she
0: didn't ball. know what kind of messages does that say to the kid when now at the end of the episode, Camille is going to clap the same amount as she clapped when he didn't catch the ball. She's
1: going to have to clap even harder to make to make up for it.
0: You know. I know, That's but the, the first way. time she clapped very very hard.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of um, I forget. I think it. I don't know who. Applause. Some pause. Some, uh, some young man in my life, like my I think it was Jess's brother actually. She he like went all out for his girlfriend and got him got her like um all this like stuff for their one month anniversary and their mom made a joke like, Well what is he gonna do for their two month anniversary on the stream they're like, yeah, You gotta to keep the it up. Yeah, set the bar too high. So yeah, Camille clapping when her grandson doesn't even do anything, kinda says the bar too high because when he does do something, what do you do? Clap a little bit harder? Just gotta clap a little bit harder. But that's the whole you know, you know the whole naysaying about that's what's wrong with this generation is we give out participation trophies and I don't think it's as simple as that. It's not black and white. Like well, I, I, it's think a little bit different. Sports with Max. should be fun. Well, I was gonna know. say
0: with Max in particular because he's got Asperger's. It might be a little different. Yeah. Than a than a quote unquote normal child.
1: Right. Yeah, because at first he didn't even want to play baseball, and they're very surprised when he says in the convenience store to the coach, like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come back on the team." He says, "Sure, yeah," but then he doesn't actually want to do the work of practicing. For baseball until Drew gets involved, his older cousin. So that's an interesting. Yeah, so thing. Max
0: only wants to play baseball because Drew is interested. I think Drew is only interested because he has no father figure in his life, so Adam is the father figure while and he's Adam. playing baseball. So Sorry. I wonder if Drew likes hanging out with Max because it doesn't. It just seems like he wants to have that dad in his life. It doesn't yeah. seem like he really wants to throw baseball with. Well, Max. baseball
1: is this huge like signifier that's like keeping all these relationships in balance, and that's it does, their sport. It that's does the braverman that the sport. rest of the season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because Adam is the only one who actually really enjoys baseball inherently like he's a purist in that way Zeke whereas, does too though no no out of the three people that we're talking oh, about yes Zeke for sure but I'm talking I'm just talking about the the main the triangle, motivation the triangle is of baseball. Adam Drew and Max like Adam really does love playing baseball just for the sport just for the experience of playing baseball Drew is a little bit less pure in that I think if it was golf or racquetball or volleyball, whatever it was that could signify to him, I'm doing something with a father figure. I'm doing something that makes me feel more like a, a man, you know, because he's with his sister and, and mom. And, like, so he's ultra, like, you know, he wants something a little bit more masculine. So I think I think he does enjoy playing baseball, but he enjoys it for a different reason than Adam. He, I think and he wants Max that becomes, bonding with a... With yeah. a
0: A dad figure.
1: And so, and Max, he is not at all interested in it because his dad is interested in it. He's interested in it. It's one of those like, oh, your parents can't introduce it to you, but if your older cousin who, I don't think that Max really like sees Drew as cool, but he sees him as somebody who...
0: Closer to his age and, you know, he still wants to hang out with him because he's...
1: Closer to his age, but also still older. Because I know, on my mom's side, because on my dad's side, I'm the second oldest cousin. So like there's just like... There's nobody... Everyone's younger than me. But on my mom's side... So who would you like
0: to hang out with? An older parent?
1: That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> like, oh, you know, well, I
0: set you up. I segue. you. are not
1: letting me... Let's finish my thought. What I'm saying is, like... Jeez. Um, On my mom's side, I was the youngest. And all these cousins who, like... When I was a kid, I didn't even... I didn't even really know them very well. But they were cool just by virtue of the fact they were older. And so I think that that's kind of what's happening with Max and Drew and also the fact that Drew doesn't have any expectations for Max the way that Adam has expectations and they, they want him to play baseball. They want him cause it's more about they're worried about his future, about how is he going to be able to adapt to different changes throughout his life. And so baseball is this thing that's like, I even wrote this down and I, and I said, Max catches the baseball during the game equals, yay, he has a chance of being normal. It's like this huge signifier of like, oh, he's going to he's gonna be okay if he can catch this ball, if he can mm. operate as part of this team. And that's exactly what's turning Max off about it. He's like, I don't want to go through this these tests. But if it involves just hanging out with his cousin Drew, who Drew is also more than willing to play video games with him and to talk about bugs with him and stuff. So it's like it's this whole access point that happens because of Drew. Um, but then they, they're each getting different things out of it, but it's the same activity. It's just, yeah, practicing. when you're talking
0: about bugs, uh, it reminds me of what Adam said when he was walking by, um, Max he said, what are you doing? What are you reading about? And, uh, Max said, stink bugs. It was just funny. And uh, no, finish, it's not, that's it. Scene. That's no, all No, no, remember
1: Adam's like, great. You know, cause that's the thing is Adam's always positive, even though he's like, has no clue. He's still like very at a loss, how to, how to, um, how to connect with this son because it's, you know, and it's not like every boy is expected to like baseball, but it's definitely, it's a different son than Adam expected, but he's still trying to stay positive, even though in his head he's probably like thinking, what the fuck, stink bugs, like, but he's like, yeah, great, great, and that was funny, great, uh, you want to go play some ball? It's funny reactions. Max is like, hard no.
0: Another funny thing is, um, when Julia and, and Raquel are at the park, um, I notice we we eat a lot of the same things that Raquel eats, That's the thing and about we don't Raquel. necessarily like Raquel. We hate
1: Raquel <laughs> because she reminds us of us.
0: She was eating no, she was eating yeah. pom. She was drinking pomegranate juice and organic kiwis.
1: Well, she's like. I have to buy organic kiwi because harmony refuses to buy the conventionally grown ones but the
0: thing is like this is, this shows like ten years old now, so like a lot of these ideas that, just that that are so far out there, like as far as food and just lifestyle it's like kind of, it's definitely normal in our lives, but I think it's becoming normal in in a lot of Americans' lives now, and so yeah, ten years ago it seems like oh, oh yeah, yeah we we hate her, she's so uptight about things, and she's so particular about what she um, exposes herself to, mm-hmm. but we do the same thing now.
1: Yeah. I'm well, are yeah, we more mean, like Raquel
0: than oh, we are like the Bravermans? We're
1: definitely like Raquel a lot. She's, you know, she does, she does yoga and has stones in her pockets and drinks pomegranate juice, you know, but yeah. And, um, it's more, I think the, all of that is for comedic purposes too. And it just as a, such a contrast to Julia who is much more conventional and still a great person but just a little bit more conventional which is actually speaking of Julia that's kind of what she's pushing against in this whole episode she's having this whole come to Jesus moment of like am i not fun enough i'm not crazy enough because she found out that she was the only person who didn't hook up on the merry-go-round oh. that whole thing um
0: who did Adam hook up with in the Mary Garden? Somebody
1: in high school. Who knows? Somebody in high that, school. That's going to be brought but, up
0: again because Christine is going to Well, wonder. Christina was
1: just like, what? And it was just this funny. She's going to wonder the next episode. Anytime all four of the Braverman um, adult slash kids, um, all four of them are together in Siblings. a scene. Plus, there are significant others there's always a lot of good like dynamic dialogue back and forth that you could it's like real that talk scene. without the kids you could watch that scene like three times and each time you'd probably notice a different thing like I noticed this past time watching it I noticed more just like, how Adam was shitting on Steve like the whole time and, but I also noticed I that, thought
0: I thought Steve was gonna walk in. I know it was funny. where did all those kids go while they're they all been the hanging talking out
1: outside, you know like they they're all cleaning up after dinner, and like all the kids just go outside or they maybe Steve went home or something, but yeah, it was funny that they were just so openly talking about Steve in the kitchen, which it's like an open floor plan, you know, like it's not like there's a huge door keeping from the rest of the house but but yeah, that's a good that was a good scene all all of them just like.
0: What do you think about uh, Hattie and Steve's fight?
1: Oh, it was just like a typical fight. I think... Well, let's set the stage a little bit. Hattie and Steve just get into a fight because they have different opinions about Love, love Actually. Actually, which is a rom-com, and like, a lot of people love that movie, but you know, like most guys aren't going to openly be like, oh, it's my favorite movie, and so like, he did not love it as much as she wanted him to, and so they had this whole fight, and... Adam listening to them fight, he goes, "This might be the best moment of my life." Yeah, he, I wrote that. He, I did too. Uh, he thinks that oh, they're fighting, so it's over because they're they just see this, you know, as a high school relationship and it's not gonna last, which you know it doesn't. But um, but yeah, I think they're thinking because they had this one disagreement, they're gonna break up. But it ends up being just a little, just a little tiff, and apparently, based on what Hattie said the next day, like it actually. Brought them even closer and like unpeeled an onion layer of Steve's heart and, you know, got him more in touch with his feelings. So I'm that. trying to
0: think if I had strong opinions about a rom-com like that, um, I think I, I, I was probably honest about those feelings. I doubt in 24 hours I'm going to change my opinion one like 180 degrees and go the complete opposite uh, way as far as my opinion goes. Well, that's
1: because you're a grown man and you're securing your opinions. Well, I think
0: things. even him, I think he's doing it... Oh, he's just
1: doing it because he wants to stay with Hattie and have the potential to get into her pants. Yeah, he
0: wants to get in her pants.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously he's just... He's, because Drew even said he he's didn't reframing like... reframing it.
0: He didn't like Steve. He knows him from school. Oh, he yeah. That was, a,
1: that was a good moment between Adam and Drew. Another bonding moment where he Steve shows up to the dinner they're outside oh, playing yeah. catch and, and Drew goes... I thought he was a loser before he started
0: dating Hattie. So I wonder if that's just Drew trying to bond with Adam. Again, it, it, it yeah. Might it might not be, be his real it opinion. It could be a
1: strategic thing because, uh, yeah, you know, I'm seeing this more clearly than I did the first couple times we watched it, but Drew really does get really upset when Adam cancels on him. So that's kind of what... He was really overreacting. Was, I wrote that. He was overreacting, but but it showcases how much he really is invested in Adam as a person being this important person in his life, even though he's kind of. But the
0: baseball thing literally just started. Like it was only two days of playing baseball. But it's
1: become it's it became a big deal. But it's funny because just last episode, Drew wanted nothing to do with Adam because Adam was talking to him about his masturbation. (laughs) So obviously that's. But now that it's about baseball and it's about like doing this manly thing and bonding. Drew is all about it and doesn't understand why he canceled on him, but it was because of Max and everything. And
0: here's what I didn't like: is is Sarah? Um, Feeds yell- the fire. Yeah, yelling at Adam for canceling on Drew. Well. Which you know he he was, Adam was doing something voluntary. Uh, there was no like. There
1: was no contractual obligation to yeah, play baseball. Yeah, there's no there's no Drew.
0: commitments to playing baseball, and if Adam has to cancel, Drew wasn't on the team. Either. If he has to cancel baseball to like bring his uh, son that who has Asperger's to, to go to get ice cream right, because he like, promised him. He
1: couldn't deal with the change in schedule. It was a big thing. Right, it was a
0: promise he made weeks ago or days ago that he forgot about. Mm-hmm. You should not, I don't care if it's your if that's your brother, you shouldn't yell at him for like doing something like out of good faith.
1: Well, this is what I have to say about that. Just like last week, I was complaining about how Sarah was pulling her children into her own emotional problems. This is a classic example. example. Sarah is projecting her unprocessed, undealt with anger towards Seth, her ex-husband, onto her brother who has done nothing wrong. He's done everything right by her, done everything to support her, done everything to help parent her own kids, even though he's just their uncle. And, you know, like I get it that uncles can be father figures, but never in my life has my parents or myself like put that kind of pressure on any of my uncles you know uncle the term itself has a connotation of like being fun and jovial and like um, you know just like oh let's go hang out with Uncle Jerry and it's like all good times and that's how I see my uncles not that I don't respect them and take value in what they might have to say to me but it's like no exactly like no pressure i I could have seen but hold on wait 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 oh right right that whatever you're i I don't remember now i want to finish my thought is that sarah needs to go to fucking therapy and deal with her distress because she she lost it talking to adam about how uh, drew has been waiting for his father to show up all that and that's valid don't get me wrong that's valid pain yeah, but that's that they need to deal with separately from Adam canceling because he had to take his son to go get yogurt land. That is valid pain that both of them need to deal with separately from Uncle Adam who just wants to throw the ball around. But And so Sarah is doing this thing where she's caught up in her pain and it's keeping her from moving on with her life.
0: God, we like got into shitting on Sarah without actually like being in that segment yet. She just a natural, it's just a, just a
1: natural occurrence for us now.
0: Yeah, like she could have just told Adam, like, hey, you know, try not to cancel on him next time. Right. But instead she like, but really let him her. have it.
1: And the thing, and about, Adam took it.
0: He's like, eh, okay. Well,
1: and then he... they, It was a productive conversation. It was a hard... Con- and that was probably my favorite part of the episode is because they both brought their baggage to the table, to a literal table. They were sitting outside the pink table. But then they both held space for each other and let each other talk and then at the end both of them were wiser for it like sarah completely understood why adam canceled adam completely understood why sarah got so upset about something that he sees as innocuous just like i'm sorry i had to cancel but it was just this one-time thing i'm not going to make a habit of canceling true but the thing he doesn't realize is that seth as a father has already made a pattern of canceling on drew and leaving him waiting it doesn't make it right that sarah got so mad at adam but they understand each other so it's a really it's like when i was watching the scene i was like wow i don't know how many conversations i've actually had in real life that go like that definitely with you and i i feel like we've definitely had fight slash conversations that turn into that when we stick it through and like we're productive with our anger both of us are wiser for it but it was like a very important conversation for both of them because i think and that's another thing that comes up in this episode is that people, outsiders, don't understand what it is that Max has this diagnosis. You know? Adam and Christina don't even really understand. The baseball coach invites Max back on the team because of the situation. Well, you know? And like... Sarah doesn't understand, oh, you, you, he canceled because of ice cream? And Adam has to explain, like, look, some, sometime in the distant past, I promised this to Max, and he has to stick to the schedule, and he's very black and white about, like, this is what we're doing, and you promise, and you don't break a promise, and we don't have time to play baseball because the going to close. You know, I don't
0: think they actually, like, gave a real answer, like, or, like, closure as to Max's diagnosis. Like, the the doctor Dr. said... Dr.
1: Pelican said his behaviors are synonymous with a Asperger's diagnosis. Right, but, but like, that's not
0: actually answering the question. It almost leaves it open-ended. But that's, and, that's the thing and, and with and Asperger's.
1: You can't take... It's not in your blood. It's not you. Ne- you'll never get a hard and fast uh, diagnosis. But you should ascorbidus. have a diagnosis
0: where you you know definitively. So, cause well, it's think- almost like the family's acting like. You know, it's up in the air. Like they don't know for sure, and so that's why all these people don't know. I that's why they didn't tell the coach that he has Asperger's because they probably they're not hundred percent sure. Well, they didn't tell the
1: coach because they'd already quit the team at that point. You would still tell them. I think that your
0: school should know, which means your coach should know.
1: I think that um, well, they are. The school does know, but they're at a whole brand new school now, the mm-hmm, Pats, and, mm-hmm. and it's for high functioning people on the spectrum. I think, but I think be that Adam about to that have seen should say
0: yes, he is on the spectrum of having Aspergers.
1: Right, but I think that th- that's the thing is that they're still so new to dealing with this diagnosis, they're not sure how to communicate it to the rest of the world. Talk, and that's something that they get better at. As but yeah, that's that's another thing that that pops up is like explaining to the outside world now. But
0: make a Facebook post, and then everybody would know.
1: <laughs> Our son's autistic. Instagram. Yeah. So, but yeah, okay, so then, Sarah uh, needs to go to therapy. Yeah,
0: let's go back to Sarah then. So in this episode, she meets Mark Sear, oh, Amber's, yeah. Amber's Sear. English teacher. Yeah,
1: 11th English And English there's
0: English some teacher. sparks flying already. Mm-hmm. looks like there's going to be a storyline with these two, huh? Mm.
1: Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
0: So, um, yeah, Mark... What, what should we talk about? Well, Mark, well, I guess the storyline with that is uh, Amber wrote a really good paper. And Mark was telling Sarah about the really good paper that she wrote, and he was telling her how Amber should go to college and all these things. And when Sarah finally like looks at the paper, or you know reads the paper, or Crosby reads it, I think. Joel. Uh, Or Joel. Joel reads a like a couple sentences of it. That's
1: a great uncle thing to do—just reading your niece's paper and being like, "Wow, this is a great paper." Right. So Joel
0: read it out loud while while they were in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. All the adults. And uh, Sarah recognized that it was her paper from when she yeah. was in school. And so, uh, yeah, she plagiarized. Amber plagiarized the paper.
1: Right, and then when Sarah goes to tell Mr. Sear, that's when Mr. Sear is like, oh, it's captivating and um, original, and I think... You know, she has a great shot at going to college, and Sarah's like, you think she could go to college? And that, she's talking about her at that point, so that's why she can't even tell Mark. Oh, yeah. Because that's another thing so, so, you you know, babe, Sarah's paper becomes a metaphor for Sarah herself.
0: Here's a, uh, so the other guy, the bald guy, complimented Sarah, like, on her eyes or something, or... You know her beauty. Oh, yeah, you just look beautiful. So look she great. she takes yeah. a compliment like so literally and like falls in love right when somebody gives her any kind of type well, of compliment. Well, yeah, because
1: she has been through a lot of trauma and she's probably a little bit starved for validation, which yeah. she has to learn that only she can give herself validation. But right now, as a forty something single mom working at the bar, you know she's a little she's floundering a little bit as far as where she ended up in life and. Yeah, but but it's very I don't know. It's it's tricky because yeah, she ends up not telling the teacher that it was her paper um, because then she really like she gets this sense of validation from it and <laughs> bad it's, decision. It's like but you're yeah. you're hurting
0: your your kid by doing that. You're well, Amber. but then
1: Amber ends up making the well, right decision. She's got to do her it
0: by herself. Her her parents can't help her make a good decision.
1: Yeah, which you know. But Sarah did make her write a brand new paper, and then that she did turn it into Mr. Seer, which Sarah wasn't going to make her do that, but she decided to do that on her own. So that's impressive, you know, of Amber. And uh,
0: Another shit on Sarah moment is uh, Crosby reveals to Sarah that Crosby has a son, Jabbar. And she just Jabbar, makes it all about herself. And she makes it about herself.
1: That she was the last one to know. Which It they- doesn't even matter
0: that you have a five-year-old kid.
1: Thankfully, she's not on that train for too long. She gets off that train. She's like, "I'm sorry." She does apologize. Mm. She's like, "I'm sorry. I shouldn't be making this all about me." Tell me about your son. What's he like? You know. And then she's very, very good listener. But yeah, it's true. She does overreact and make things all about herself. Yeah. This
0: episode too, there wasn't a whole lot in, uh, of Christina. Like she had a couple small roles, but.
1: Monica Potter's expensive too.
0: Yeah, but certain episodes, you know, she's like the the main character in, in a lot of them coming up.
1: Oh yeah, but we're not
0: talking So about far this. we've seen like Max in the beginning, he had like a lot of play, a lot of airtime, and then definitely Adam.
1: Yeah, they've definitely been the prime features here so far. And then I know
0: it, it switches too after a little while. Yeah. Zeke um, becomes like very central, but he, he wasn't even in this episode. I know, at all. he
1: wasn't in it at all, I don't think. Yeah. Not once. Uh, let's see, what else?
0: Well, you have the whole situation with Crosby and Katie. Ugh, don't get me started. They went on to the Katie. doctor, and basically the doctor said, "Let's start. You guys should start having to start a trying baby to now. To get pregnant now."
1: And,
0: and they Crosby. A
1: three-year plan.
0: How does how does Katie not recognize that Crosby doesn't want to do this based on Crosby's reaction on his face? That's
1: why I think Katie is <laughs> stupid, and that's why I hate her. Well, I but I also don't think that she's so lost in just baby fever that she doesn't realize. But it's that's a man real thing. That she's with. That's what I'm saying. I know though. it's a real thing. That's why it's so frustrating. It's to a see real it.
0: thing, though. Yeah, it's, that's that's
1: that's what makes it. If it wasn't a real thing, I'd be like, oh, whatever. Katie's stupid. But like, but so when you're in it,
0: it, when your biology is blinders. telling you, you have blinders where you it doesn't matter that people are. They have an upset look on their face. You don't see that. You just see a potential candidate for making a baby. I guess so,
1: but like, I just—how does she not? How does she not realize that something's going on? A month and for a month and a half, you know that you keep doing that. It's gonna be annoying to listen to. You gotta stop flicking your pen. Just keep it, keep it open. That's really good quality. That's really. good. Really good. Watch the listeners quality. love it. They're going to email Hashtag me about it. quality content. Wow, I love your clicking. Email us if you love Doug's pen clicking. braverman at gmail.com. I want to get a lot of clicks. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Crosby Katie. and Goddamn Katie. Katie. I don't get how she doesn't understand. Like, yeah, and she finally, after he tells her about Jabbar, she finally wakes up and is like, Oh, I can't believe I've just been pushing you to do this this whole time. Yeah, bitch, you've been pushing him to do this. Never once did he go like, Katie, I want to have a baby with you.
0: He did say it, but he said in three years.
1: Which is not the same as, Katie, I want to have a baby with you. Katie, I'm going to push this off into the future and hope that maybe I can get out of it by then. That's essentially what he said. Well, yeah,
0: that's what he's saying, but indirectly. And again, she has blinders on, so she doesn't hear the indirect part of this.
1: Yeah. I'm. I think this is. I think this is the last we see of her. I think she's gone after this because. I don't
0: think so. They work together.
1: Well, yeah, but I think she's not going to be a main character because she's like, oh wow, you have a son, and it's not. It's not that he has a son that upsets her. It's that he kept it from her for a month and a half, which I would be upset about too. That's one yeah, thing I said, will give to Katie. She said
0: you didn't introduce me. If,
1: uh, like, yeah, if you and I had have been together for I, it seems like they've been together maybe off and on for let's say three years okay? yeah two to three let's say three two to three years and you found out that you had a son and you kept it for me for a month and a half after we'd been together already for two to three years i would be mad about that i wouldn't necessarily be mad about the fact that you had a son although that would be a crazy huge life adjustment um but i'd be mad that you kept it when we were already in a serious committed relationship and you keep it from me for a month and a half, that signified to me that, oh, maybe this relationship is not as serious as I thought it was. Maybe this person, because honesty and like being open about whatever, I could never, like if I was dealing with that life-changing thing like that, like I found out I had a son, I could never keep that from my significant other for a month and a half.
0: Okay, I'm going to say this while we're on the podcast. <laughs> Gray's my son. <laughs> what if that was true, though?
1: Oh God. I got scared for a second. I was like, what are you <laughs> gonna say while on the podcast? Like I thought I don't know where you're Gray's my to nephew. That. Yeah. Gray. yeah, Gray's Doug's nephew who could But the th-
0: timing of it is right. It's like he's six and a half. It's like right before I met you. Exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, he he uh he was he had been was he April how he was born in two thousand thirteen. So yeah, when we started dating May of 2014, so he was a little over a year when we first started dating. What if I
0: never told you until we died?
1: Well, <laughs> what? if you you mean like on our deathbed, you're like Gray is my son, but there's there's pictures of him with his mom and dad, so it's just
0: because I had to give him up. I couldn't take care of him. I was too young. <laughs>
1: you were 20. You were in your 20s. Okay. Um, Anyways,
0: okay. Another thing that happened in this Crosby situation. Is Crosby wanted to do a paternity test?
1: Crosby didn't want to do a paternity test. Julia well, wanted Crosby well, to do a paternity test.
0: Crosby still wanted it too because he wants to know, like, is this really my kid? Not for the responsibilities of, of being just the father. Just to really settle it. Just to know, like, that's that's his son. I don't know.
1: It didn't seem like he wanted it as much. He seemed like well, he was just acquiescing to Julia because Julia, as he said to Jasmine, she's my little sister, but she acts like my older sister. So, um... Maybe. Maybe I you're right. I think crosby but a pushover sometimes with his siblings and...
0: Well, anyway. he also recognizes that Julia's probably smarter Impossible than Impossible
1: to please, too. Okay. Anyway.
0: But I wrote down... Julia's sp- definitely
1: smarter than Crosby. Crosby
0: showed up... Well, it depends. Because with music, Crosby's way smarter.
1: Okay, yeah. There's different forms of intelligence. Blah, exactly. blah, blah, blah. But Julia's very smart.
0: Um. I so Crosby goes to Jasmine's apartment... And says, hey, I think we should do a paternity test. And this is the first time, this is five episodes in, where we see Jasmine act crazy. <laughs> she goes from being like, oh, so sweet, so nice, to just like a light switch and being this demon child.
1: Uh, I think it's just that bias people that we all have towards the angry black woman, too. Uh- any, what? Anytime a, <laughs> what did you say? It, uh, anytime That's a, racist. Anytime a black woman gets angry, it's way more of a big deal than if a white woman gets angry. This is obnoxious
0: that you're saying this. <laughs> We're going to need to beep all this out.
1: If Julia was white, would it or not Julia, if Jasmine was white, would it be as big of a deal that she that she gets that upset?
0: Uh, it would be the same big deal if, if the level of being upset is the same as Jasmine is doing it. Okay. because she because we we've, i we've made we jokes literally about before, just seen like, how nice she is and then all of a sudden right we've
1: we've literally made jokes about it in the past like oh she's her she's bringing out her angry black girl side which is that's like, a racist like, thing happening. to say though i you're portraying I say, that's a, a that's a real stereotype
0: thing. because of a race like for the race yeah. that they are that's like, racism. That's,
1: that's a. Real, <laughs> I'm acknowledging that that's a real thing. That that racism is a real that, thing. Yes. No, no. I'm acknowledging. I'm not. I'm not calling Jasmine an angry an angry black woman. I'm saying that black women have less of a space to be angry in society because we like we. It's a real thing. Because the scene is as a bigger deal when a black woman gets angry, just like when a black man gets angry. It's a bigger thing, because it's like oh another acting hood. You're getting all gangster. But white I don't women,
0: I've never seen it this way. White men and describing. white women
1: are fully entitled to their rage. To me it's
0: the level of rage that you have that like makes it a big but deal. But it's because
1: she starts doing the figure eights with her neck and starts snapping her fingers, you know, and it, it, it's, it's, to
0: me it's she, her being totally out of character with everything we've seen. Well, and, yeah. and we're I know we're going to see this more because we've already seen the rest of the seasons. She goes from being super nice and then if she hears something that she doesn't Hashtag agree with triggered. she literally goes from being zero, being super nice to 112. But 100. have we not
1: joked about it in the past that oh it, it jasmine is, is' bringing out her blacker her oh we've quote, joked quote, quote, about it blacker yes. side,
0: but you know? there's nobody else on this show or any other shows we watch where it's like so uncharacteristic to be this way ninety nine percent of the time and then all this one percent of like the that's time how I am. you're a totally different person, no, this is on a higher she's higher got level a short
1: fuse, I guess
0: she's a different person, she's a completely different person, and then. Crosby comes back like the next night or two nights later, and she's she she's like, oh yeah, like Crosby didn't say anything new. Right. He's like, she was like, I oh yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it.
1: I think that happened
0: to you. I think Jasmine. That's,
1: I think that's realistic. I think that sometimes we just need time to think about things. We react very strongly in the moment, and then she probably spend the last two days thinking like, oh, thinking about it, like, oh yeah, I'm mad that he approached with that. That I'm mad that he approached me with that, like, out of the blue. But at the same time, I get it. You know, I, I just dropped this on his lap after... She, I'm Gardner saying she's died. got a
0: split personality and she's got a rage issue. <laughs> That's my opinion on that. All
1: right. And I'm just saying that, you know, maybe it's... It's, uh, it's easier for us to label her that way because she's a black woman.
0: I guess so. But that first time Crosby went there, like... Be- because she got so mad she wasn't even gonna allow crosby the next day to take she Jabbar was like to the ready zoo. to cut
1: ties with crosby and Jabbar. which it's insane yeah
0: because you don't agree about doing a test mm-hmm. that you're not going to let your kid get the benefit of seeing his father
1: which is why she started this whole thing which is why beginning.
0: you even you even brought crosby in the picture yeah and now you're you're gonna stop it i
1: think jasmine it's is a, it's a like
0: ridiculous reaction That's what this show is about, or this episode is about, is ridiculous. Ridiculous reactions. Because Drew
1: did
0: it it when he was like, he literally just started playing baseball with with two days. and And then Drew cries. It sounds like I'm shitting on everybody, but I'm not. I love all these characters except for Sarah.
1: You don't like Drew that much. No, I like Drew. You don't like the spawns of Sarah. Drew and Amber. I like both... Drew. Ad,
0: uh, Amber gets to be a better person as we go on. She
1: does. She goes through quite a bit But then evolution. Sarah also yells at Adam,
0: so it's about, like, um, what is it? What do we call it? Ridiculous, Ridiculous reactions. Ridiculous reactions. That's the name of this. Write it down. What else do you have? Okay, um, so you already said what your favorite part of the... Oh, we're not there yet. Okay, No, go. but
1: well, can you go back to what you were just saying? Because I feel like I was going to say the something.
0: The zoo. Like Bringing Jabbar to the zoo. and. Oh, no.
1: Oh, Jasmine. I feel like Jasmine is in a similar position... To Adam and Christina right now, where it's like she doesn't even know what she wants from other people yet, so it's hard to ask. Like Adam and Christina don't yet even know how they want people to react to Max's diagnosis, so that's why they're having a hard time communicating to others about it. Well, I think they just don't
0: know either. They, they don't know the the. That's literally diagnosis. what I just said. They
1: don't
0: know. No, they don't no, know I, the diagnosis. No, is they what know I'm that
1: Doctor Pelican said basically said your kid has. Asperger. that's
0: basically not saying that's saying oh he could like it looks speak. like he does
1: because asperg but asperger's you can't, like it's not some it's not like diabetes where you can actually test for it in your blood like it's it's you know what if max does, i understand it's, a, it's what if on a max spectrum Does like grow out of this or something you know like what if it's really just give like him a level on the spectrum don't yeah. say oh but, he's
0: in line with asperger's that's like you know, what if I, I said, mean, what if I said that with, like, a, a a rare cancer where you can't really test for it? Yeah, you, you have all the symptoms of this very rare stage 4 cancer. I think that's cancer. how it is with
1: a lot of things in the medical world. We don't know. We're not doctors.
0: But but <laughs> if you can't, like, actually diagnose something, then how are you going to address it? Exactly. Where it's not being addressed properly as far as communication goes because it's all up in the air. Right. We don't know. They need
1: the uh, occupational therapist to come they in.
0: They need Dr. Pelican to come in here.
1: Um... But anyway, Jasmine isn't really sure what she wants from Crosby yet either. She knows that Jabbar started asking questions about his dad, and so she was like, oh shit, I guess I gotta introduce him to Crosby. And she literally moved back into town, you know, and did that. But she's still, I think, you know, she kind of knows what she wants from Crosby as far as Jabbar's father goes, but maybe she doesn't know what she wants from Crosby personally. Because the thing that we've that they've kind of skirted around is that these two people had sex you know they had sex they made this baby they had a night together Crosby yeah. calls it a fling you know i think they're but intentionally maybe... doing that oh yeah they're, they're, they're intentionally
0: there's... not they're ignoring that part of their relationship yeah because they're going to start bringing it back and building it right. up as well. And, and on. so
1: neither of them they have the capacity to even think about that now because crosby's just dealing with the fact that he has a son to begin with and jasmine's dealing with the fact that like oh how am I gonna am I how much am I gonna let this guy parent my kid? Or is he just gonna be the fun guy that takes him to the zoo? But that gets all blown out of proportion when he shows up and is not the fun guy, he's the guy who maybe wants a paternity test. So it's it's making everything more serious and more official and Jasmine doesn't yet even know what she wants from him. So
0: like, yeah, she got really upset. Well, why would she get really upset because she feels like it's a personal attack on her integrity cuz she yeah, said she says, he's you're, your you're son. you're calling
1: me a liar. She, okay. she I think that she feels attacked by it and that, and and um because yeah, and even though Crosby is coming at it from I just want to know to be Millie!
0: <laughs> that was too loud. When I <laughs> and it wasn't to it's to go
1: Millie! Yeah. Millie! When I
0: listened to our last episode it was when I said that it was so loud it oh, blew, yeah, it blew out the we audio. We
1: do not have um, sophisticated sound equipment. Oh
0: but coming Tuesday so next episode episode no. six we're gonna have good audio. No cause my
1: laptop's not here yet. My so. laptop is. We're not doing it on your laptop? Why? Because.
0: We can do it on mine.
1: Hashtag quality content. Again, us debating the particulars of how we produce our podcast.
0: Email us at becomingbraverman at gmail.com if you like what we're talking about right now. Right now. About nothing. About,
1: about the podcast the
0: formulation.
1: About details of making a podcast. Becoming Braverman behind the scenes.
0: Okay, what was the. Uh, what do you think was your funniest moment in this episode?
1: My funniest moment? Uh, when Adam. Is looking for the baseball and uses that as an excuse to separate <laughs> Steve and Hattie as they're well, cuddling on the it's couch. It's kind of ridiculous
0: because then he's leaving. Yeah. And then you tell they're me. They're just
1: going to go right back to cuddling. Yeah. But yeah, he just he's trying to make a point because he was told by somebody, like, oh, I think Steve is just comfortable around you. And he's like, I don't want Steve to be comfortable around me. I want him to be, you know, uncomfortable around me. He's dating my daughter. And so it's it against the whole, like.
0: That's why you don't tell your parents about relationships when you're in high school just keep it secret
1: guys that's what just I, keep I did it secret just deny 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 denial. Lie, lie, denial, lie denial what do you think was the funniest moment
0: oh we already said it it was uh great what was it
1: reading a book about stink bugs great
0: yeah it was either that one or uh uh when when hattie's crying Adam says, "Best day of my life." <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> no, no. that's like the this might common be the best joke to moment make. of my life. this yeah, might, this be, the might be, best be the best moment
1: of my, moment of my life. life. Um, what about Julia?
0: Oh, so they went swimming. Uh, her the, and Joel broke into the
1: like the community swimming pool. Yeah, guess. and
0: then they went swimming.
1: Right, because Julia had been having like doubts about whether she was crazy, funny enough, which I think is, like, pointless. Like if
0: Oh, that's why he did it? I didn't even pick up Right, on that. to
1: help her break the rules because she, she was having this whole... Joel's whole, a good guy, huh? Once she found out that she was the only person who hadn't hooked up on the merry-go-round, she was, like, worried that she wasn't fun enough or she didn't break the rules enough. But, like, I think that's... I think that's just how she is, and that's fine. Like, you're
0: you're biased, though, because you like playing by the rules. I do like following the rules. Okay, let's the just rules. preface it by saying that. I'm
1: a little bit biased. There's nothing I wrong with it. I do believe following the rules. But here's the thing I'm learning, as part of my self-development, is that...
0: Self-doubt sandwich?
1: There are certain things about yourself that if they're not if they're not actively harming someone else, you shouldn't try to change it just because somebody else disapproves. Just because she didn't have the most fun in high school because she was following the rules. Like, she's, she seems pretty happy with her life right now. You know, she's got a job that she loves. She's got a husband she loves. She's got a daughter. Like, she's going into this spiral about something that she didn't do in high school when really I think it's more about Accepting yourself and accepting your tendencies. and well, like, yeah, this is... You uh... enjoy following the rules. And, yeah, she has fun with Joel because Joel sneaks her into the pool. And Julie's like, this could be a misdemeanor. I could spend time in jail and da-da-da. And so I guess it's just character development, too, on the part of the show. Like, we're building up Julia to be, like, a more of an uptight person. But... With the uptightness comes that she's responsible and she's dependable and well, she's yeah, stable. I mean, and it's
0: she's, actually pretty impressive that she, she did go trespass and go swimming like that because uh, she is a lawyer. She knows it's the a consequences. Nature, yeah, She knows she could go to jail. It's right. a misdemeanor, and she said, right?
1: It's a misdemeanor or or like the sign. The, How is the, that a misdemeanor? Ca- I don't know. The camera showed like $500 or up to six months in jail for mm. trespassing. But, you know, that's more... I don't know. It's just...
0: Well, I mean, this is the biggest battle of... Of, I was just gonna say something else. This is the biggest. <laughs> what were you gonna this, say? Oh, I was gonna say from that quote, uh, Al Pacino in uh, Any Given Sunny, <laughs> This is the biggest battle of our of our professional lives. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say this is one of the big battles of all of our personal lives. Is uh, caring about what other people think. Yeah. And, and that's uh,
1: that's what gets her. She just cares about what other people think. Yeah. Right? So she cares about what know.
0: her brother and sister think. Um, you know. And you know what's funny is that all of just, us are dealing with that to some level.
1: Yeah, but just last episode, Sarah was the one in a spiral because of what Julia thought of her. But and then we see Julia is you know is not this super secure person really? around Sarah. Sarah brings out her own insecurities because Sarah's this whole different flavor of braverman, who is a little bit more reckless, a little bit more spontaneous, and Julia's not like that. Probably because she saw how Sarah's life went growing up. Cause she's Julia's the youngest. Yeah, so, it's like
0: we we already care about what strangers think about us, but then know. when you are talking, to, you do everybody does. No, I am saying I know. I am oh, shaking okay. my head because it's so frustrating. But now you are talking about your siblings, who you, you know you knew since you were a kid, so and, and they're in your blood, so you are gonna think you are gonna care what they think more right. than and a Sarah's stranger. Right, Sarah's her big sister, you so know, like, of course, if they all had sex on the merry go round, she's gonna feel like an outcast. She's gonna feel bad for not doing it. Right. Um, the key is to recognize when it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a not care.
1: To realize when you're being triggered, like Sarah did not realize that she was, that Adam's canceling was triggering past pain from Seth. It wasn't that Adam canceled to go get yogurt. It was that that was something that Seth would do. Mm. But if you're not aware of those things, of those cycles and those triggers, then you're just going to keep projecting your shit onto other people and nothing's going to get healed.
0: Yeah. And another thing about Seth, how come, so Seth wasn't a good father from the start, from what I gather. Yeah, or very early on, like he left to go on tour, and so Sarah had to raise both kids. Mm-hmm. But then, how come? How come the kids have the dad's last name? Like, if if things weren't good, right when Amber was being born, and then like in between Amber and Drew being born, why wouldn't she change their names? Because I, I I would imagine she wants the kids to have no um, connection to her to her to the dad. Well, because he wasn't a good guy, and he she even says it in several episodes prior they're like oh you know i i made a mistake with him or whatever well i think How the confused? reason they
1: have their his last name is cuz they were married when they had the kids that's one thing to consider. But but, but right.
0: But I'm saying right when they had the kid, like things weren't good. Like right. he was leaving. But he he left early on.
1: When you're married to someone and you have kids with them, you give them that. Yeah, but that, that's statement.
0: when you're you have the opportunity to change your name you're when they're very young. It doesn't matter. Like she
1: had the privilege to like think about these things. Like if you're in the, if you're this is re- something that I
0: guarantee you anybody would think of. It just comes to your head when right. you're in this situation. But
1: I think she's also holding out hope that they will. they will somehow find a way to have a positive connection to their father like you know when when Drew ran off to wherever to go be with his father like she you know it was disappointing for both of them that he wasn't he still wasn't in a place to be a father I think and like changing somebody's last name is like a it's a whole lot of legality and stuff and I think it's a little thing that's not really if
0: folk parties agree you just get a signature and it's quick you could change your name almost you could change your name easy
1: I think that's... I don't understand the question. I don't understand why you're so hung up on that. I'm not hung
0: up on it. It's just something I wanted, I brought up.
1: I think it's because that's their dad. And, like, regardless of whether he's been a shit dad the whole time, he's still their dad. Well, so. I imagine if
0: she really doesn't like him and he was not a good father, she wants to have the kids have her last name. Especially a last name as prominent as Braverman. Like, this is a whole big family in it that... The family matters. Yeah, but you, you can be
1: a Braverman without having that be your last name. Like they, st- Amber and Drew are still referred to as Braverman. Well. Sydney is still a Braverman even though her last name is Graham. You know. So, wow. Well. I don't know. I mean, I it, yeah, it's just a thing. Okay. There's no. We'll never know.
0: Unless the producers come on the show. Or the writers.
1: And they'll probably just be like, "Yeah, we just gave him the last name because Seth was their dad, and they were married." Who wrote and this? Is it Ron Howard? He was. He's part of the person. He's the person who like developed it, but. Oh, uh, Ron Howard
0: does. has the best shows. He's great. Anyways, Ron
1: Howard for president.
0: No, Ron Howard for filmmaker of the century.
1: What's your favorite moment? Don't um, say the ending.
0: No, the ending wasn't anything special.
1: I don't remember the ending right now. My, oh, it was baseball.
0: Yeah, my favorite moment... Gosh, I can't remember. Off the top of my head.
1: Well, what's what's the moment that just comes to mind? Right away.
0: Hmm. Okay. I can't well, say. Weird. I can't say. You can't say it? No, I don't know. <laughs> Yo. You know. It's like, you
1: can't say it. Why can't you say it? I don't remember it?
0: anything that happened already. Okay, this is a great Oh, day. I guess maybe, 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 well, maybe the swimming thing, because we get to see Julia unclothed. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. it's terrible. It's not even a lot. I got, you get to see Joel's boxers when he takes his pants off.
0: Oh, out. that's something... <laughs> you won on that one <laughs> anyways okay, do you have I'm any other do you have any other talking points uh
1: no, oh, I do want to mention um Adam refers to Steve as. Gropey Groperson. (laughs) That was funny because he's like he's complaining that he's always got his hands on Hattie. They're not doing anything crazy. They're just holding an arm around her or holding hands. But yeah, Adam doesn't like it, and he calls. He still he does not really refer to Steve as Steve. He calls him either Yo Yo or Gropie Groperson. (laughs) Oh, what's up? What's up?
0: It's interesting because when you see like on this show. Or when you see any young couple, especially in high school, like you know it's just not going to, like they're not going to be forever. You just kind of know that based on what you've gone through in your life and all your friends have gone through. Like it rarely ever lasts forever from a high school relationship. But those people that are in it, those high school students that they are in this, gonna last. they really do think, mm-hmm. it's like I think Hattie really does think, she, you know, she's going to Which is why it was such a big deal guy.
1: to her that she didn't like Love Actually because this is the person that she's... Deeply, deeply connected. Right, so right she now. was torn
0: like, apart crying. And then the next day when, you know, he reversed what he said, like she had that look oh in her dearly. eyes again, like, ah. like this is, uh, this is going to be forever with this guy. Like he's, you know, he's the guy I always thought he was, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: It's just not who I thought he was. But what other
0: things in our life are is like that? We're like, you know, definitely age and, and wisdom changes your perspective on it. Um... You know what I'm saying? Working. In what way?
1: Well, when you're in high school, you think it's cool to get a job, and now that I never like,
0: thought it was cool.
1: I well, like you. I thought it was a royal. I dude, it was, like, oh, I got my first job. I'm gonna get a paycheck. It's like, yeah, I like to get some job money. The like the signifier of independence and um, mobility and like being able to do whatever you want because you have the money. You don't have to ask your parents for money, you know. But now it's like work. No, Yeah. no, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good example.
1: Yeah, you ask me a question, I have an answer. That's what I'm here for.
0: I don't have answers when you ask me.
1: Yeah, what's your favorite moment of the podcast? I mean, what's your favorite moment of the of the TV show? I can't say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ask me another question.
1: <laughs> what didn't you? What What is your least favorite moment of the podcast? That's like the I mean, same question. The
0: How about a not favorite moment question?
1: Who 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 had a moment of growth in this episode?
0: Oh, God, you're just hammering me today. Okay, who had a moment of growth that in this That stuck episode? out to you,
1: that you resonated with. Who had a moment of growth?
0: I would say probably Drew, because uh, I remember the moment where uh, Adam canceled on Drew, and then Drew cried like a girl. <laughs> I probably can't no. say that in 2019. You
1: cry. You cry. There's
0: <laughs> That's a big no no, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> it's almost twenty twenty. I can, definitely can't say that in a month from now. Uh Adam pulls up into Drew's driveway and he's like he's just like, Hey Drew and Drew knows he's there, but and he, Drew's trying to be all pouty. He's playing it off and ignoring him. And uh then I don't know if that's a moment of growth, but he's like Okay, I'll come. He gets it. over himself. He, he doesn't he, stay. He runs over there. Yeah. he plays baseball and he gets over it. And then they play ball. That's beautiful. Let me ask you a question.
1: Okay, we're running out of time.
0: If you were to change one thing about Crosby in this episode, what would you change?
1: I didn't really like his hair that much.
0: It's a little too shaggy. Non-superficial. A little too shaggy. Um,
1: Non-superficial. That he would have told Katie about Jabbar at the beginning of the episode, not the end.
0: Uh, But that
1: would lead to a less captivating episode, so whatever. But just, if it was a real life thing, like, tell Katie about your son ASAP. And get that woman. Like, then you know for sure. Because he says, the reason I'm scared to tell her is that i'm i i I feel like after that she won't want anything to do with you if she doesn't want anything to do with you because she has that you have a son she's not worth keeping your life anyway true you got to know for sure like if you if you lose someone by being truthful about who you are, you never had them in your life anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not I don't know you, why he's so
0: concerned if about can't that. You
1: can not be 100% honest or at least honest to the point that makes you happy with people in your life and and they're still and, and they and they still stay in your life, then you don't need them in your life anyway. Here's
0: another good example of how Crosby and Katie aren't meant to be or just they're not there yet in their relationship is when Crosby tells Sarah that he has a kid, she laughs because she knows him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm when Crosby tells Katie, she takes him seriously and it's not a joke. Right. And that's an like, indicator well, like right there. She doesn't there, really know Crosby. She doesn't, doesn't know she Crosby. Knows. Yeah. You know.
1: Or maybe, I don't know, that's a whole, maybe she respects Crosby and takes him seriously and Sarah doesn't because he's her kid brother. But that's a whole other thing.
0: But like if you knew the inner workings no, of Crosby.
1: Adam's the one that tells Sarah about Jabbar and she laughs and she goes, don't don't joke. Oh yeah, you're, I'm but sorry. It's, but it, no, it's the same. It's Essentially what you're saying stays the same is that Sarah reacts to Crosby having a kid by I mean, laughing. Because they because knows, she, him. Yeah. knows him. She's like, what? No, I thought you were going to say something serious. I thought you were actually telling me. She, she said, I thought you were actually going to tell me something. Right, like, like if, if, if you
0: don't think it's a joke, if Katie doesn't think it's a joke, that means, like, there's a real possibility. She, she takes th- everything she thought, too serious. No, no, she was a real possibility. She thought in her head that, like, he, he could have a kid. Like, it's definitely, it, it definitely could already happen, right. like, it, you know. She's thinking that.
1: She's just stupid. Anyway, this was Becoming, becoming Braverman. Braverman. Before we do that, don't you want to like tell them?
0: Becoming Braverman at gmail.com. At becoming becoming Braverman. Braverman on Instagram. Correct. Again. Goodbye. <laughs>